I've made it very clear, very apparent. I've had a buzz cut since November. Back to my roots, I don't think I should say that, but I was, I mean, I had this buzz cut and we'd shape up to maybe a, a six on the side, seven on top, then rebuzz. I was doing that from when I was, oh, fifth grade to maybe my junior year in high school. It's what I knew. And then Macklemore drops thrift shop. Next thing you know, slowly building up to that point. And I got to that point, by the way. I got to a very Macklemore-like state. There's a photo of me after my freshman year of college. We're talking full buzz around the sides. I I probably could have top-knotted if I wanted to. But I was trying to slick. It was this weird crossover between Macklemore and Jeezy. I, I don't regret it. But going back to it soon, yeah, I, I just don't see that happening. Let's understand a few things. So uh, biologically speaking, and I think it's almost inherent, uh, having more hair during the winter, that makes sense. Colder, got to stay warm. Uh, less hair during the summer. I mean, dog shed, that's a thing. Now that makes sense. I'm going to flip that script. This buzz cut November to now. Okay, time for a change. I was enjoying this Thai coconut soup. I don't want to botch the pronunciation. I believe it's Tom Guy. I was chasing that with an ice cold sink. I was enjoying myself. It was Friday after work. I had my stuff with me and I had my notebook out. I was writing as I was eating. I was sitting at the bar and it was small space. I didn't have much to work with and I wasn't being ignorant, but I was slurping the soup. I was very hungry and it wasn't too hot. I was getting after it. But as I'm slurping, kind of splashing some of that orange liquid onto my sheets of paper. And it's interesting because usually in terms of just getting liquid onto any piece of notebook paper, whether it's a journal, honestly, if it's a work notebook, if I'm just doodling, I kind of like when coffee splashes on there. It gives it a different vibe. And I I think honestly, Barnes and Noble, there's a period where they were selling notebooks that looked like they had coffee blotches on them. I don't want to use the word indie, but I think that's what they were going for. So I did that, not on purpose, but with a Thai coconut soup. And it's interesting because you don't feel as artisanal as you'd think. I didn't feel as indie with coconut soup on that notebook. I still used it. I still wrote on it, but it felt a little disgusting. Closing it and I'm sniffing it a day later. It, it still smelled like it, but not as pleasant. Either way, trying to engage with the bartender, he wasn't really having it. I understood. I got my bill, a heavy tip, and I got out of there. Across the street, a barber shop hadn't been there before, but again, a haircut on my mind. Why not get it over with? I walk in, and it looked like the the spot, I mean, industrial, and I think a lot of barber shops, at least in Portland, kind of give that vibe, very tough. It was a big space. They had some couches, magazines on this wooden table. It looked handcrafted. After briefly assessing the situation, I got my bearings, and I walked to the front desk. It was a unique front desk. You're looking four and a half feet tall. V formation were extending out the back. I'm thinking seven feet in length. And at the front and center, the receptionist, I walk accordingly. Our interaction, not cold, but short, I'm not going to use the word sweet, effective. Wait time, 10 minutes, haircut, 30 bucks, I'll do it. There's dum-dums, blue raspberry, I don't know what else I would have. Before I sat down, I thought to myself, I've got one singha in my system. I got probably, you know, 24 ounces of some sort of Thai coconut soup. I'd like another beer. Inquiring... 
are there beer options by chance? I didn't see any, there, there, I didn't see any beer. I literally, I didn't see any beers at all. So I was interesting because I thought every barber shop will be stocked with beers. I thought that was a given, but I, I asked, do you have beers? She said, yes. I followed her, leaving her desk situation. Keep in mind, she's got to go out and then back around, but stopping towards the back right, that end of that seven foot plank, I make my way and find a mini fridge. The front part see-through. I saw every type of beer. I didn't recognize one. No Budweiser, no Bud Light, no Coors Light, no PBR, no Rainier. That was interesting. All craft beers. Brightly colored cans, though. All IPAs. I'm thinking to myself, it's been a year since that craft beer episode. You know what? Why not? When in Rome. And I point to the brightest colored one. She opens the door, pulls it out, and says, that'll be $3. And then as she says that, it makes her way back to the register as if I'm going to pay that. We need to pump the brakes, everyone. Three bucks for an IPA. One, that's really cheap. Two, I don't think that's how it works. I've always been under the impression that beers are complimentary at barbershops. And it made sense to me, too. It's a great way to bring people in, build clientele, build rapport. People loosen up after a drink. Maybe the conversation gets a little deeper. It seems smart. A lot of barbershops started doing that. I just thought that's kind of how things went. But it wasn't until a few years after I first discovered that, I was having a conversation at this. I was going to, in college, I went to this one barbershop, and I asked the owner the question. I built up the confidence. I went there a few times, and I said, why don't you, you that's nice whiskey you're serving. The, the beer, I mean, it's not cheap. Why don't you charge for that? He said this, if we sell alcohol, the OLCC has to get involved. The Oregon Lice, oh, excuse me, the Oregon Liquor Control Commission. Yeah, the OLCC, the Oregon Liquor Control Commission has to get involved basically like the sanctioning body behind selling alcohol. And I believe that covers both beer and liquor. Interesting. So now it makes even more sense why it's complimentary because they can just give it under the table. But then again, great way to build rapport, build clientele. And it's just kind of, it's a good time in general. That made sense to me, made even more sense now. But then I walk into this shop, they're charging for beer, meaning by the rule book, they had to go through the OLCC. Everyone, the OLCC, if I'm correct, I think it's a $600 licensing fee. It might be $1,100. So a bit of a gap. Either way, it's a decent chunk of change, but a decent chunk of change... Better yet, a decent chunk of change to sell alcohol and, and to sell alcohol at a place where the MO is not to have alcohol. The MO is to get your hair cut. And when you're going to have alcohol, you're expecting it to be complimentary. Now, logically, that doesn't add up for me. I don't know why you'd go through that much effort. And it's not, and it's a mini fridge too. How many cycles through that mini fridge till they pay off the licensing fee? And is it actually worth it? I don't know if anyone wants to go, have to go through the OLCC. Regulations, standards, it doesn't sound desirable. Threw me off a bit. I said, oh, no, I'm, I'm fine. I won't, I'm not going to have the beer. I went back to the couches. I had my dum-dum, went through a magazine, and 10 minutes later, my name was called. And I actually, I, genu- I think this might be one of the better haircuts I've ever had in my life. I'm being serious. I, I do plan on going back there. But for the first 10 minutes of my haircut, I, I wasn't present. 
I, I was thinking about what just occurred. It didn't make sense to me. That, that can't be the case. And I didn't ask about the OLCC. I didn't inquire about any of that. But then I thought, and I almost formed a narrative in my head. They don't have a license by the OLCC. They're selling alcohol under the table. To get dramatic, behind law enforcement's back. To get even more dramatic, everyone, I wasn't just at a barbershop. I think I was at a modern-day speakeasy. All the boxes are checked. And I think I know what a speakeasy is. I, I fantasize about it. Stay with me. We've seen the movie Great Gatsby. There's that scene where Gatsby's driving Tobey Maguire recklessly into the city. He almost, get, he almost gets pulled over, but then he flashes his pardon card by the chief of police. They walk into that barber shop. There they meet the guy. It's, I think, Wolfshire. He threw the World Series. He was a part of that. He gets a steam towel removed from his face. You can see his handlebar mustache. Seems like a really nice guy. They knock on the door, some sort of code at the back of the shop, and then they're led into the... I don't know how sound-wise it seemed really loud. There's a band. They're eating lobster. Everyone's hammered at like 11 a.m. I had that. Sort of. Same premise. At this barber shop. 8 p.m. on a Friday night. I think I found my new spot. Everyone hears my thing. It's almost, or at least I thought, impossible to have a speakeasy in this day and age. Just because alcohol's legal. I didn't look at the fine print. I love it. The modern day speakeasy. My new barbershop. <laughs> 